From news across the world to events in your community, hear about it all on WKOK Sunrise on News Radio 1070 WKOK and WKOK.com. And thank you so much for joining us on WKOK Sunrise. Rob Center making things happen over there, making sure podcasts get podcasted on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Pocket Podcasts, and all the other Pocket Pad Podcast platforms out there. He makes all that occur, so we appreciate that. On the news line with us now, my good friend Mike Malosevich is back. He's an environmental consultant, Malasevich Environmental, uh, and is very active in his community. He's been mayor in Lewisburg and is still an advocate for sound policy within the community. And also as uh, an expert, is it safe to call you an expert, Mike? You just seem so knowledgeable about these or just highly informed? Good morning, Mark. You, you may do that, but I, I, I won't refer to myself as an expert. It always, <laughs> gets, it always gets you in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't go looking for trouble. Yes, yeah, sound yeah. advice. Well, we are talking about Sanborn Maps today with Mike again. We've been lucky enough to be at some of his presentations and to uh, also talk about Sanborn Maps with him. These are insurance maps from uh, decades ago, but uh, maybe inadvertently or intentionally, they end up opening up the history of a community so you can see a town evolve and grow as time goes on. So, Mike, give us a a better description of what a Sanborn map is and and how it really depicts a town growing up through the ages. Okay. uh, Well, well, first of all, I'm going to be in Shemokin tomorrow giving a presentation on the history of Shemokin using the Sanborn fire insurance maps as uh, my resource, as as my my guide, and uh, basically these maps were, uh, in, well, they were invented in the early 1800s, I think probably in London, when uh, there was a, a a lot of growth in industry and housing and population, and also fire was the biggest risk to communities, and insurance companies had to protect themselves financially, and they came up with this system of creating maps that would quickly and easily show the hazards and risks based on the types of construction of these buildings, Uh, because back then it was not easy and practical to send an insurance agent out to every property in order to underwrite it. So these maps were created from a business perspective, and then they were sold to insurance agents and underwriters to facilitate that process. And was it intentional that they ended up slowly, year by year, depicting evolving communities in the history of a town uh, as, as it grew into what we might see today? Well, that's what, when we look back now at them, uh, yes, that's exactly uh, when, when we're looking at these maps in, in hindsight, uh, because one, they're not produced anymore, uh, and so the time frame for the American uh, cities and towns that uh, have these maps were basically from about 1880 to 1960. And then the companies basically just went out of business for, for mostly uh, business and technical reasons. So so now they're, they're a, a resource, and they, for the most part, they have been preserved. We've, prob- we've probably lost a lot of hard copies. Uh, I was fortunate enough to uh, acquire my own 
hard copy of uh, Lewisburg, uh, the, the, my map, which is basically a book. It's a book of sheets of of, uh, of maps. Uh, so it each sheet covers uh, a small section of uh, the town. So the scale is very small. It's uh, it's one inch to uh, fifty feet. So it really depicts the uh, the town and the buildings uh, in, in great detail. And because the insurance maps had to describe the buildings and, and its construction and use, it, it has uh, retained a, a, a lot of information. So these maps, up until, well, until the Internet uh, era, uh, were only available by going to historical societies, uh, courthouses, libraries, uh, insurance agents uh, still have them. Actually, you recall uh, when I did my presentation for Sunbury, uh, uh, Mr. Purdy came over with uh, several of, of his copies. And so they're, they're still floating around, and that's, I, I got mine from uh, an insurance agent uh, uh, years ago. <clears throat> so with the Internet and the technology that we have, the originals have been scanned very well, very professionally done, with, with great amazing detail that you can access from your laptop, your computer, any town in, in the country uh, that has coverage and download it or just view it online. Uh, so it, uh, the resource is, is just amazing. And with my interest in history and also my work, because my work as an environmental consultant, in order to study uh, the risk of a property, the first thing that I would do, or anyone doing it, because we follow a standard, is what occurred at this property before that might have some environmental risk. And so the Sanborns were one of several tools and resources that we use to determine that risk. You'll, you'll be talking about this tomorrow night, 5.30 p.m., or tomorrow afternoon, 5.30 p.m., at the Northumberland County Gallery. Uh, that is at 2 East Arch Street in Shemokin. If folks are interested in that, it would be uh, probably fabulous to uh, go see that. Now, you say these maps are detailed. Tell our audience, what detail are you talking about? Well, uh, first of all, everything has to be related to fire insurance, and that's that's the goal of, of these properties. For one, when you, when you look at an original map or the scanned versions, they're in they're in color, uh, and the the colors all tell something. For instance, if I look at a map and I see a lot of yellow buildings, what that tells me immediately is they're all wood frame construction. If I see some uh, pink or blue or red, it's going to tell me another type of construction, brick or stone. And from a fire insurance perspective, that means a lot. And also when you can also see the, the water lines that were, were laid and the fire alarms and fire hydrants, again, everything comes back to uh, fire risk and, and availability. The, the other nice thing that uh, the, the beginnings of each booklet, or atlas, as it's sometimes called, uh, it has a summary of, of the town, the population of the town, how the streets are lighted. Are they still using gas lights? Are they using electric lights? Gas lights maybe being a little bit more risky. Uh, where are the fire alarms? And uh, where where's the access to the fire companies? It will give a, a resource a description of the fire companies. If, if someone is a fire volunteer 
or interested in fire department history, these maps give a beautiful uh, summary of the fire departments, what, what uh, facilities they had, the equipment, uh, the ho- the, what they would call the hose carts. We're, we're still talking back in the 1800s, so a lot of these were horse-drawn uh, fire apparatus. So that's part of it. And, and also on the industrial buildings, the industrial buildings will go into much detail as far as what they did, the construction, the type of fuel to heat it, to uh, whether or not they have a, a fire a sprinkler system. The, the type of roof construction is, is very important back then. Uh, there was an effort to get rid of wood shingles because of the fire hazard created by uh, wood wooden shingles. So that's... Uh, so that's the, the, the beauty of it. it. It tells what occurred at a particular building uh, 100 years ago and, and who might, might have even owned it, the name of the company and what they made. Uh, and also that, and, uh, and then it's also the, uh, the, the canals uh, that were in, in our area, the railroads, the railroad stations. One of the fascinating things about Shemokin that I, that I learned in preparing for this is uh, Shemokin, in, in downtown Shemokin, had uh, what's called a, a roundhouse and a turntable for the, uh, not a record turntable, but a turntable for uh, locomotives, where locomotives came into Shemokin and they were serviced and repaired in, in this roundhouse. And the fact that it was in downtown Shemokin was, was just amazing. Uh, and, of course, the, the, the famous uh, FNS brewery, uh, the, the things like that, uh, the Eagle Silk Mill, the, the, those buildings are so uh, beautifully uh, depicted uh, on, on these maps. It said uh, on the preamble that you show uh, that you sent us the PDF, the glimpse of the Shemokin map from 1913, lists that at the time there were 900 men who were volunteers with the Shemokin and Cole Township Fire Departments. They had one hook and ladder truck, one steam fire engine, and mm-hmm. a uh, a what a game well fire alarm system. Not familiar with that, but in any event, it, it showed the massive amount of volunteers they would. Uh, Boy, they would die right. to have that kind of output of uh, volunteers today. Well, we're almost out of time, but I think another aspect you got to touch on is that just as art, these are significant. Oh, oh, exactly. I'm looking at the same sheet you're looking at, and and <laughs> the calligraphy or or the typeset is just amazing of uh, the uh, the cut co- the cover sheet. Uh, it it is a work a work of art, and uh, it's and and also the uh, what they call the meridian or the north arrow uh which is not on the cover page but it, it's on every map uh, and also when you look at that cover page uh which you probably have in front of you is the population of Shimokin in 1913 was 38,000 holy smokes <laughs> can, you, can you imagine that that's a ten. And actually, it went up. Until, I think the, the, the next map, uh, it, it might have gone up to 44,000 in 1927 uh, uh, or 29, which is when the last map uh, was uh, created. Wow, fantastic. It was a boom town. There's no argument about that. The collieries and all this. Well, we look forward to your presentation tomorrow night, 530 at the Northampton County Arts and Humanities Council, uh, Building 2 East Arch Street. I believe they have a watercolor display there at the time, so uh, folks will be able to see that good work. Mike, thanks for all you're doing, and thanks for volunteering to do this. You don't get a penny from it, but you certainly do give folks a wealth of knowledge, so we're all grateful for that. Thank you, sir. You're welcome. Good job. Thank you.
That is Mike Malasevich, environmental consultant, Malasevich Environmental LLC. Uh, he'll be in Shemokin tomorrow night with the Sanborn maps from 1885 to 1929. Very pivotal time in Shemokin's uh, booming growth at that time. And he'll have lots of education and information for folks tomorrow night.